house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this concert a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Let's go. With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What up? This is episode 162, college football week three, NFL week two. We're off and running. I told y'all last episode what the formula was. Week zero is a shit show. Week one, conservative, but slightly more aggressive. Then week two, we send shots at your bookie, and that is exactly what we did. You want to combine six and one? Yep. The king's back. Is it safe to say you're back? Surprise, surprise. Uh, I'm feeling good all across the board. Well, before we recap everything, um, there's a couple things to touch on. It's been a wild weekend in the sporting world. Um, I got a bunch of different things written down. So we'll start with the Saints. The Saints get a big win. Call it a big win. I think it is. It's a win. So I'll take it. 1-0. Oh. Um... Rate Derek Carr's performance on a scale of like A plus F minus. Um, I only saw the first half. What the hell? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I have a flag oh, that's right. Oh my god. But no, uh, I thought I forgot about um, that. for the most part. Okay, well then you don't get yeah no you don't get to say that because his best performances were in the second half so you didn't even get. To I mean see the it. first drive was nice. It was, but okay, I would give him. I gave the whole team a B minus. I would say. That's kind of what I would give him, too. I would lean in that. Did yeah. you see his interception? The interception was bad. It was. Yeah. He came out and said, he was like, that was me being stupid. Yeah, it was terrible. But I, I'm okay with that. Because it's like we forget. Drew Brees used to throw his fair share of interceptions as well. Oh, yeah. Just don't. I mean, I I would rather you sit up there on the press conference and be like, that was fucking dumb. And then I, I can respect that. Um, Trevor Penning looked like a liability. Bad made Arden Key look like Arden Key at LSU. Yeah, Michael Thomas is still Michael Thomas. Realistically, he should have had a touchdown. If I sent it in the group chat, if Penning holds up on the left side, the the scramble, Derek Carr scrambles out to the right, and he still nearly found Michael Thomas in the back right of the end zone. Michael Thomas found the the weak spot in the zone, wide open for a touchdown. If the line can hold up, Derek Carr could probably take a step up in the pocket and throw a strike there, but still, Michael Thomas. Look good. Uh, checked all the boxes that I was looking for. Chris Olave, one of the best receivers in football. Yep. The best route runner in that draft class. Like we said, we told everybody we were very high on Chris Olave. He fits the bill. Um, Shahid looked fucking good. He, he realistically, they showed another angle of the touchdown. Looked like he should have had two touchdowns. The one, that one move he had on the, on the first touchdown. That was in the first half, right? The first touchdown? Yeah. His only touchdown. I think we only scored one. Yeah, it was he scored the only touchdown, but he had another one yeah. where he slid to the sideline, and they reviewed it, and they said he was out, but they showed an angle from behind. It actually does look like, but I saw it from the front angle, and it did not look like, it looked like his knee was just on the line. Regardless, Shahid yeah, checked did. all the boxes for me too. The deep ball, I love the way they closed the game. They showed that uh, the footage of Derek Carr saying, hey, give me another shot, goes up to Shahid, basically go, and we're going to end this game, puts the ball on the money. Shahid kind of might have stepped out of bounds. It was very close, but they didn't call it. Um, yeah, his only blemish 
really, I would just say that's just a great play by the defender on the opening kickoff. Oh yeah, that yeah, was that, was, oh, that was like. <laughs> that was but I don't know why. Play. I still felt I was like, okay, we're still going to be fine. Like that was super unfortunate. Yeah. But when the defense bowed their neck and held no field goal, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Marshawn Lattimore's oh. top five corner in the league. For sure. We've been saying it for quite a while. It might be top three. Might be the best. Yeah. That I saw this weekend. So, absolutely locked down. Hopkins should have had another interception. He jumped the route and just yeah. dropped it. He should have had another yeah. one. Probably would have sealed the game. He's. The real fucking deal, Demario Davis, tip your cap to Demario Davis. He came out in his press conference. Did you see that? Mm-mm. His daughter had a massive seizure the day before the game. 30-minute seizure, had to go to the hospital. Uh, he, he In his post-game press conference, he read a prayer and then gave his um, exam. Gave, uh, the prayer was about getting a knock on the door and answering the knock, that God will knock him. We're not going to get religious or anything on here, but uh, that you got to be. He was equating it to the situation going on with his daughter, but regardless. So the dude had to go through that, which is a crazy situation. They had to take her to the hospital in the ambulance. He was following him, said he was praying. She's okay. She has epilepsy, but this was like the worst seizure she's had. He said, so to have all that on your mind. And he came out in fucking stonewalled Derrick Henry in the second half. So it's impressive the way he's still moving around the field. Oh, it's, it's impressive. It's, it's impressive. Knock on wood, the longevity, the way he plays. Yeah. And the availability, one of the best free agent signing we've ever had. I, I, I other than Drew Brees, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren Chopper, that was a good one too. <laughs> for not for the community, but for the team. Uh, yeah. So hats off to Demario Davis. The Saints are one and zero. It's all that matters. Blake Groupie, the rookie kicker, nailed a fifty yarder. I think we had three for three. We win by one. Yeah. Uh, Will Lutz Was missed a 50 yarder. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, losers. Y'all saw Sean Payton opened up the game with a uh, onside kick. Oh, no. Did yeah, he? didn't get it. They <laughs> lost by one. Probably should have kicked it deep. Oh, man. Um, he's she, not with he's us. Like, Y'all trust me. This shit made me <laughs> famous. Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, no, if he would have got it, he knows. Because, like, yeah, if he would have got that, that's all they would have been talking oh, about. Yeah. Uh, but didn't get it. Uh, Cheated with a hooker at the Greenbrier, and then now you're in Denver, and Godspeed. Not with us, you're against us. Um, but, yeah, 1-0. I'm feeling good. We're playing Carolina. Monday Night Football, primetime. The defense is incredible. The defense is just as good as it's always been. Linebacker, Linebacking play is great. Granderson looked good. Peyton Turner looked good. Now he's hurt, and now he's done. So, Welcome, Roach. Um, turf toe for Peyton Turner. So, see you later. Trevor Penning, just like last year. Um He'll probably be out six weeks at least. Uh, another wasted experiment, drafting a uh, small school lineman. So what can you do? But we have the weapons. Uh, another thing to consider is life is much more difficult for Derek Carr when Alvin Kamara and Kendra Miller are not on the field. We have no real element to run the ball, and he still looked good. Obviously, the red zone struggles. It would have looked a lot differently if the line would have held up. When they come back and we're able to run the ball, I mean, we have weapons on the outside. So I'm I'm very I have very high hopes. I really do. With a defense like that, Derek Carr did not look bad. And you're gonna give him now the arguably the most elite check down option in the league. Yeah. When things are breaking down, you go to Alvin Kamara and he makes people miss and gets you ten yards. Kendra Miller looked dynamic. I have very high hopes. If if Marshawn Lattimore is gonna play the way he's playing, I don't even know who the backup safety was that came in. I don't know if y'all saw that. Uh, they attacked him right away. 
and he tipped the ball to Marcus May for the interception. I saw that play. Incredible play. We have guys making plays at every level of the defense. Pete Werner looked good. I'm excited. I'm fired up. We realistically could be five and one six weeks into this into mm-hmm. the schedule. There's no reason we couldn't be. Judge, I mean, we have the weakest schedule, so yeah. it's 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 exciting. If you're a Saints fan, you should be excited right now. Um, down goes Bama, Texas man. We were high on Texas all offseason. Why do we not pull the trigger? I told you I didn't like fucking Milrow. It was a game I was planning on live betting, and I went to live bet it. And right as I was pulling pulling up the app, it fucking they they picked off Milrow. He didn't look good. No, I said I didn't think he was good. I saw the game before, and then when you were like, not not like you swayed me off of it, but I don't know. We should have hammered Texas. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. I understand, but we were high in the off season on Texas. It we was, bet their over win total. I was planning on betting it. I just didn't want to. Uh, I wanted to get more than the touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I think we could have. I think it's all seven and a half. Yeah, it was just juiced. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we were on the over win total, so that looks great now. Other than Oklahoma, yeah. who's going to give Texas any trouble? Um, sky's falling in Alabama. They suck. They'll still go to the Sugar Bowl. And <laughs> uh, Mel Tucker fired over phone sex. You saw that? Yeah, that's weird. The $100 million man. Uh, he claims it was consensual 30-plus minute multiple occasion phone sex. The other woman says not, that she was stunned and could not hang up the phone. <laughs> um, what? Hang up the phone, man. If somebody's like, "Hey." Yeah, I think that's some bullshit. I mean, yeah, we we're not going to we're not going to I uh, think it's Michigan State trying to get rid of them. <laughs> I don't I wouldn't put it past them. They overpaid the <laughs> shit out of them. They said, "Hey, um, you need to infiltrate Mel Tucker." Yeah. Uh, compromise him. Stay on the phone and then be like, "Hey, he was saying some wild shit to me and they are now getting out of their contract. Um, that's big brain thinking if that's the way they did it, but yeah, hang up the phone. If you don't want to be on the phone, hang up the phone. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um, what else? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Uh, we felt like the jets were a little overhyped. Now they're exactly hyped as they should be. Aaron Rodgers is done for the year. Yeah. That has got to be the most, depressing thing I've ever seen other than getting a Super Bowl stolen from you. Like when I really thought about it, I was like, nobody gave a shit when they paid over a thousand dollars to go watch the Saints go to the Super yeah. Bowl and they robbed, they took it from us. So that's another thing. All of these people, like it's really funny that the Chiefs lose and then the Bills lose. And before they're even done with the broadcast, they're like, well, this has an asterisk by it. No, the fuck it doesn't. There's one game, maybe two in the history of the NFL that has an asterisk by it. And it's the NFC championship between the Saints and the Rams. I don't want to fucking hear about, they even said it about our game last week with the fumble from Carr and and they blew it dead. Cry me a goddamn river. But they said it with the Chiefs game because Travis Kelsey's hurt that it's an asterisk. That's not an asterisk. That's a win. And then they're trying to say that it's an asterisk because there was a tripping penalty that was missed on the punt return. Let's talk about the fact that Aaron Rodgers got hurt in four plays. If you're giving the Chiefs an asterisk because they're without Kelsey and Chris Jones, would the Jets have gotten an asterisk Yeah. on the goddamn season? Yeah, or uh, did the tripping or anything make Josh Allen play like a piece of shit? Yeah, four turnovers. <laughs> Are we going to act like if they call that tripping penalty that they're not already in field goal range to win the game? 
like shut up dude it's it's i don't understand i or i do understand that the chiefs and the bills are two of the premier teams in the league shut the fuck up about oh it's an asterisk now on the like why oh well you need to know that they're still the best this isn't legitimate dude cry me a goddamn river josh allen looked like a shit bag yeah he looked not good and i tweeted out i think he's just jumping just to jump at this point it was fourth or third and 13 he scrambles out to the left there's four defenders in front of him and he like halfway like jumps up into the air he's seven yards away from the first down what are you doing are you i feel like that's just like his his like persona now is i'm the guy who's gonna dive and and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put my body on you're seven yards away yeah what are you gonna michael jordan stretch your arm for the first down it looked like the (laughs) defenders were even like what are you doing like they don't want to hit him because they know they they can't hurt the quarterbacks. Yeah. Knowing that, slide or sit your hillbilly ass down. What are you doing? It, it 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 was so strange. Like I feel like he's just doing it just to do it now, and he's almost like almost wearing on me a little bit. Like getting a little played out. Like he's overhyped. He is overhyped. What yeah. has he done? So I don't know. He looked terrible though. So if you're a Bills fan, I mean the season's certainly not like they're still very much up there to win it all and all of that. And I understand it's week one. He can turn it around. The Jets defense is the real deal, which makes you really think, I really did sit back and think about it. Like the butterfly effect of everything. Hypothetically, say the Jets are terrible. They go into the draft next year and they miss and they are terrible again. They fire Robert Sala. Mm-hmm. What if they would have won the Super Bowl this year? Because that defense is the real deal. Yeah. Brees Hall looks insane Mm -hmm. um and then you have dalvin cook as your backup running back they got weapons on the outside what if with that defense and aaron Rodgers there like hypothetically they run the table they do win the defense they do win the super bowl robert sala is a super bowl winning head coach gets a new contract all of that and said what if he's fired in two years now yeah all because aaron Rodgers tore his achilles it's crazy like the butterfly effect and how quickly your entire Derek car gets hurt our season's over it, it's gone in a, in a heartbeat for anyone, Patrick Mahomes, anyone, any of the quarterbacks, really. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how much rides on it. The offseason hype, hard knocks, like they've been dog shit forever. And they had so much hype. And in four plays, 75 seconds, yep. done. Season is over because Zach Wilson looks terrible. It is comical that they won in overtime and Zach Wilson didn't have to even touch the ball in overtime. Yep. Incredible punt return. Yeah. What a moment. What awesome. an effort by the punter. Um, the punter did not give a shit. You talking about the last guy who just did this? That's the punter. Yeah, yeah. That was what was that? The punter did not want any part of making that tackle. He was like, "If y'all let him get to me, that's like if I would have played football." I've always said that. Like, I would have loved to play safety and ball hawk, but if you get past the linebackers, touchdown. Go ahead. Yeah, I was dozing off. Yeah, it was late. I was like watching the end of the game, and um, it was right before when they um, I was like. The Jets should go for it because mm-hmm. if they give the ball back to Allen, he's just going to be Josh Allen again mm-hmm. and not throw any interceptions. Well, they ended up having to settle for the field goal. Well, I was like, sleep, like, close my eyes when they were going to kick the field goal, and I heard, boom. Yeah. I fucking woke up. I was oh, like, the doink? The, the double doink? Yeah. The doink. Oh, no, yeah. No, he just it doinked it in. in. Yeah. 50 yards. And then I fell asleep at overtime, and then I heard, I heard him say that they were winning because yeah. I was still listening. Lionel was like, yeah, you missed it. No, that was sick. For I mean, a rookie, they had him on hard knocks. Like he was on the cut line. Basically, they called him in and like did the thing where they're like, "All right, you did a lot. You did a lot of good things for us this training camp." And they're like, "You're a jet." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, "Why'd you scare me like that?" 
And then the first, they even say, like, you're going to do good things for us this year. First game, walk off. Yeah, that was great. Walk off, punt return. That's why sports are the best thing in the world, dude. Oh, yeah, I love it. Last thing, give me your thoughts on the sports books issuing refunds. Oh, I saw that. For what game? I saw that. For last night, since Rodgers got hurt. If you you had a prop bet with Rodgers, they issued a refund. Really, if if you bet anything with Rodgers, they issued a refund. FanDuel's the only book that didn't. Yeah, yeah, but the majority, but the majority, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they issue, they were issuing refunds if if you had a bet pertaining to Aaron Rodgers. That's interesting. What are your thoughts? Four plays. Do you want to know my thoughts before your thoughts? Um. Yeah, I think it's bullshit <laughs> because when I'm if I I wasn't on the game, but if I'm on the Bills, I am rejoicing right. that he just snapped his Achilles like a twig, not for his health, but for my bet. That's the risk you take. It's the nature of the You're piece. betting on sports. Right. You're betting on that team to win. You're not saying that. And, and I'll get to Jesse in just a second because he texts me some wild-ass stupid shit um, pertaining to injuries. So, no, that's the risk you take. You don't, you don't get refunds. You shouldn't get refunds. And you're setting a weird precedent, I think. Just because he got hurt. Like, you want to do it. I understand it's probably a PR move to try to get people to come to your site. Like, they'll take care of us. Yeah. If I'm on the other side of that, I'm like, thank God. Now my uh, my likelihood of winning this bet has just gone through the roof. Right. Yes, but if you bet the under, it's not like they voided the bet. Like if you bet under Rogers passing yards, I'm sure those people had to get paid out. Yeah, yeah. But if you bet over, yeah, they they gave yeah. it back to you. But but I think it's ju- it's just weird. I don't know. I don't like it. I think that's part of the risk that you take. Yeah. I think it's strange. I'd take a refund of it if it was me. Yeah, I mean, if I'm on <laughs> Rogers' props, yeah, sure. Maybe I'm. it's a different tune, but I don't know. I guess it's one of those, like, who cares, I guess. If they want to do it, let yeah. them do it. But it's still, like, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I feel like that's the, the risk sport, you take. Look at the sport you're betting on. Yeah. It's no, yeah, it's a contact sport. bound to get hurt. Yeah. And any time that I bet against a team and their quarterback gets hurt – the backup comes in and shits down my throat every time. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Jesse you bet the Bills, you're like, yes. Hey, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Fucking still. Yeah, they had that bar. There was a bar in uh, Green Bay, and they they bet that – or they, they have a promotion that every time the Jets lose, drinks are on the house. So Rodgers gets hurt, and they start running up the tab. They're buying a bunch – and then the Jets win in overtime, so they had to pay their tabs. They had people, like, on the news, like, pregame, and they're like – like excited, like we're getting free beer tonight. And then they had to pay. <laughs> they all ran up their bills and had to pay. Uh, Jesse texted me. This is crazy. So he had JK Dobbins, obviously tear his Achilles. Um, he says, yo, so what's up? We made it a rule that if our starter gets hurt, we get first dibs on the back on their waiver wire for the backup. Right? So he said, we made it a rule that, if our starter gets hurt, we get first dibs on waiver wire for their backup. I said, no. Yeah, you can go to another league with that shit. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you get you get Bijan, and if he gets hurt, you get Algier. Like, what are we talking about? You get first dibs on their backup? A lot of the backups have been drafted already. Yeah. Give it to Jesse. Dobbins got hurt. Like, I was like, that's part of the game. I even said, I said, why do you think I drafted Tyler Algier? Like, 
I was I was blown away. Like, what do you what? You think you now get you get Justice yeah, Hill and Gus made, Edwards? Uh, what is he talking about? He's asking. Oh. He said he was like, didn't we we did that right? It's like yeah, no, never ever did we do that. Interesting. It's crazy. I'm in a league where Jesse's the commissioner. I wonder <laughs> if he made that a rule. <laughs> yeah, he was also texting me about like all of my rules, like. So yeah, he's I I'm the commissioner of that league, <laughs> apparently. Um, that's really all I got before we get into the recap. Uh, all, all in all, a good week for me. Good week betting. I'm in two different fantasy leagues. Got a got a dub in both. Saints win. LSU wins. Bama loses. All around good week. Um, so all right, let's get into the recap. Um, I'll be looking at that. Um. Sorry, marking timestamping so everybody can stop questioning where the timestamps are. They were there for the last episode. I didn't even say it in the beginning. Subscribe, Big Easy Bets TV on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify. Follow us everywhere. I gave out a pick on Twitter. If you're not following us on Twitter, you missed out on a good number there. Uh, but it's still very much possibly going to be gettable throughout the week. Um, all right, we'll go through the recap. College football. I started mine off with Notre Dame, NC State, under 51 and a half. Joseph, you'll probably have a different uh, view on this game, but if there's no weather delay, this game goes under. The weather delay absolutely destroyed this under. Yeah, I think it was three points in the first quarter that were scored. Yeah. NC State's defense was jacked up. Sam Hartman threw a couple questionable questionable balls. Um Settled in after the weather delay, I'll, I'll give him that, but was putting the ball up for grabs. NC State's defensive line was flying around. We go to a weather delay. It's like an hour and a half long. Yep. First play, Estime goes 80 yards. I said, motherfucker, motherfucker, dude. I was so pissed because I knew it. I knew it when the weather delay came. I feel like oh, it for, for me personally, I feel like it's easier for the offense to acclimate after a weather delay than it is the defense because the defense, offense, you're going through, you're, you're, you're running a system and you're, it's business. It, defense, it's like you got to get fired up. You're going Momentum. to fuck somebody up. Yeah. Like you got to get that adrenaline going. Not saying you don't have to for offense, but I feel like you need it more for defense. If you're a linebacker, you're going to fucking smoke somebody. Like when you get, you're, when you're sitting around for an hour and a half and you have that adrenaline go away, it's hard to get it to come back. I didn't play football. You could speak to it more than I could, but I feel like it benefits the offensive side more. Yeah, than I it just does think defense. it change overall. It just changes the game, the flow of the game. Yeah. So if it's going yeah. one way, it well, the crowd was. We saw up. it um, when the lights went out in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. That changed the flow of that game. Yeah, Niners made, got back into it. Yeah. It changed the flow. Oh, no, no of I'm sorry. Game. Ravens got back into it. Yeah, the Niners were down, though. And they made it a game? Yeah, they Ravens made it won. a game, yeah. Somebody got back into it. Um, So, yeah, no, I, I, I firmly believe that this game goes under if the weather delay doesn't happen. As soon as I saw it, I was pissed. And then first play, just to stab a knife in my heart, estimate goes the distance. Nebraska plus three and a half. I'm out on... I'm out on fading Nebraska. I'm done. I'm done. I it's this was the most frustrating game because everybody who bet Colorado is like, oh, I told you, you didn't tell anybody shit. If Jeff Sim, if they had any other quarterback in the country, Nebraska could win this game. Nebraska was winning at the line of scrimmage. They were bothering Shador Sanders. Everything that I was hoping was going to happen. Shador Sanders was getting pressured and was showing inaccuracies, and then. Jeff Sims dropped a snap 
really three times he fucked up the snap. Twice he just dropped it. One time he called his guy in motion, then called Hut and fucking it hit the guy in motion. And then he throws the worst interception you'll see. Jeff Sims is a shitbag. He was a shitbag at Georgia Tech. I, I don't understand the one touchdown that he had. He took it 60 yards on a run. I don't understand why they weren't running him the whole game. Mm-hmm. Don't ever fucking let him throw. But I don't know what you can do if he can't catch a, a snap out of shotgun. I've never seen a quarterback just drop the snap that many times. It's like pull your hair out of your fucking head type shit because they were moving the ball to start and then they fumble. And they were, they were, I think it was three nothing. Same thing. I think it was like three nothing in the first quarter. Yeah. The defense was playing great. It was three nothing until six minutes left in the second quarter. They could have went up double digits. Yeah. They were moving the ball every time they got it. They were dominating them in the trenches. It was, oh, dude, it was really frustrating. They were bothering Shador Sanders, and then the floodgates got open because, yeah, the, the they got their field goal because Sims fumbles and they have a short field. Yeah. That's how they got even got any of their points, Colorado. This was an incredibly frustrating game. The reason why I bet Colorado, I saw everything that I expected to see. I didn't expect the quarterback not be able to catch the goddamn ball. Yeah. Catch the fucking snap. It's literally day one shit. It's, it's rudimentary fucking hut, catch the ball. And then he he turned and handed it to the running back, too. They fumbled again because he didn't put it in the fucking running back's stomach. The bread basket, if you will. He, like, held it out here. So the running back's like this. He put the ball here. Like, hits his elbow and falls down. It was mind-blowing. It was extremely frustrating. So we started the day off 0-2, and, and then we fucking started rattling off some winners, and it felt good. Ole Miss minus 7. Sometimes you got to get a little lucky. Ole Miss, three plays, 75 yards, touchdown in less than one minute. I'm like, we're going to beat them by a billion. They stopped scoring so fast. Um, the final score of this game is really not indicative of how it went. I was impressed with the defense for Tulane, if I'm being completely honest. I was very yeah. I was very impressed. Um, you live bet this game. Yeah. So you had action on it, too. You, you didn't give out a play on the podcast, but you were watching it just like I was. Um, we... Ole Miss goes up 10, I believe. And then they end up letting Tulane get inside the 10, and then it's a good stand by the defense, but they allow them to kick a field goal. So then we're sitting on the number. We're up seven, which I'm like, I'll take a push. That's fine. It was a good defensive stand. It was looking like we weren't going – it was looking like they were going to score a touchdown and we weren't going to win the bet or push. So now we're sitting up seven. Defense gets home to the quarterback, strip sack, see you later. Um, Touchdown. It felt good. I think they ended up winning by – 17, but wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. They're up seven. Uh, Tulane goes for the onside kick. Ole Miss gets it, doesn't get a first down, is lining up on fourth and one. They're going to go for it, just pick it up, and then game over. Full start, back them up five yards, fourth and six, kicker rails like a 55-yard field goal. I was like, this is incredible. Now we just need to stop, and then we got the strip sack, so we're up 17. So score does not indicate how this game went. If they have Michael Pratt, whole different story. Even though the backup quarterback is not bad, it's the guy who they're showing highlights of him playing against Houston last year. And Lindsey's like, she was yeah, like, I, remember I was that like, game. yeah, you remember that? I was like, yeah, we were at Chris Rock. I had Justin live bet me updates. That was that game. Mm-hmm. And Justin's sitting there. I, I said, just, oh, dude, that was the crazy shit. Yeah, I've already yeah, told like, the story on yeah. here. He was texting everything one word in, at a, in each message. Yeah. So that's not what I meant. The end. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you can only get the final message. That is not what I meant at all, but God bless Justin. Miami, Texas A&M, over 50 and a half. There was, it was 48 to 33. Good game. 
It was a good game. Miami's good. I think Miami's good, but I think A&M's good as well. I was pretty impressed with Miami. Yeah. I got to say. Um, but no, I don't think A&M's bad, but I was impressed with just how much Miami was able to exploit their defense. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, they got some guys on offense. They have speed, they have size. And those running backs for Miami are pretty damn good. Yeah. No, Tyler Van Dyke looked good. I, I mean, 48 points on, on a Texas A&M defense. Van Dyke had 374, 374 yards and five touchdowns. Um, so easy winner there. Then we got into the territory where we were on the same games, which if I've said it before. If me and Nick were on the same games last year, we had a very high win percentage. I could find you the, the actual percentage, but it was very much up there. Um, and we're off to a fantastic start this year with college football and NFL combined. Rice plus 10 was my lock of the week. It looked like they were going to beat Houston by 100 points. They go up 28-0 in the first quarter. Basically, basically the first quarter. They scored the fourth touchdown with like a minute into the second quarter. I'm like, they are literally, I'm like, they're going to score 100 points. Then they didn't score another point until overtime. So they go... They end up going to overtime and they win outright in double overtime, forty-three to forty-one. It turned into a sweat all of a sudden. I yeah. was like, like they're not gonna, they're not gonna. It was double digits, and Houston yeah. needed to score to go. Once we went to overtime, I was like, okay, we're fine. But they were starting to threaten, and it was like Rice all of a sudden couldn't do anything on offense. But for the first one quarter and one minute, JT Daniels looked like a five-star quarterback. Oh yeah, he really did look incredible. Uh, McCaffrey was a guy I touched on when I told you I liked Rice. He's the real deal as well. So he's like our size and he's out there doing really well. So don't like Holgerson. It was a good fade spot. Um, 10 point underdogs. They end up winning outright. And then Boise plus three and a half. This was also a little bit of a roller coaster. Taylor Green gets hurt. Um, we felt like Boise's defense was going to step up, um, which I guess they did. They were on the very fortunate side of multiple turnovers. Yeah. Um, but then we had to go to the backup, Madsen. He's like five foot even, <laughs> and this guy can play. This guy has heart. When they needed to pick up that first down and he put his head down and took a shot, I was like, we're fucking in business. I, I was like, I've seen this before. I've seen I've seen these guys play like this, and it's like he's he's got heart, and that's what you need to win these type of games, uh, which they didn't. They lost, but we covered the spread. So that's really the only thing that matters. They, uh, they lose by two, three-and-a-half-point underdogs. They didn't defend the blue turf, but Boise's been underdogs twice since 1999, I believe. Um, only two times. That's for a reason. They defend the blue turf. Again, they lost, but they covered the spread. So yeah. four-and-two week for me in college football. I needed it. Bounce back. Brings me to seven-and-seven. One-and-two in my locks of the week. So slow starts. Good week two. We're going to try to carry it into week three. You went three-and-one. Yeah, I was on Rice plus 10 with you, Boise. You got me uh, chirped because you put plus three and a half for Oklahoma State. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I posted the bet, and they're like, actually, it was minus three and a half. I was like, well, did it matter? That's not, yeah. I was like, (laughs) luckily, it didn't make a difference, but I said, that wasn't my fault. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, I have Boise plus three and a half, and I had Oklahoma State minus three and a half. Um, It was basically how I expected it to go. Rashad is just a young quarterback who's re- relatively undeveloped. Um, you can tell there's upside there, and he might become good one day. I think 
Arizona State could be a decent program in the future. Their coach seemed like he did a a pretty good job trying to keep them into the in the game, but um, at the end, Oklahoma State was able to pound it away mm-hmm. and kind of take control of the game. I fell asleep. I tried to stay up. I felt like I was on Oklahoma State's running three three quarterbacks really randomly out there. It's it's a shit <laughs> show, kind of. None of them are bad, but it's just kind of weird. Sometimes you'll see teams do two, yeah, and you don't really like it. It's like they were running three out there. Yeah. They all kind of do the same shit. None of them are really bad. None of them are really great. Yeah. Well, a three and one week brings you to five and five, one and two in your locks of the week. Um, yeah, we both got back to even. So it's, it's, it's right on track. It's nothing. To, this is exactly the mold we follow year in and year out. Um, Joseph, you swept the board. Yep. <laughs> Joseph was the self-proclaimed. NFL guy, not a college football guy, and you're sitting at seven and one? Seven and two. Seven and two. Ah, oh, the because ad. <laughs> yeah, well, nobody made you add it. <coughs> I even gave you the look when you said you were adding it. Did you? I did. Damn, I need to look at I you. I gave more. him a look, too. I need to look at you more. You shouldn't add I'm it. Focused right here. You got to pull one of these, like, down here. So you were on the uh, favorable side of the yeah, weather I'm delay. Still, yeah. I yeah. still have quite, and I'm on Notre Dame's over win total, so... I don't. Th- yeah, I, me too. I, I think they're they're good, but I still have questions with Sam Hartman because they had him rattled in the first half or the first yeah, first did. quarter. Oh yeah, they were getting to him. That was part of the reason why I was on the under because I felt like NC State seen him before and they did have him in tough spots. He did put the ball up. He had turnover worthy plays in that first quarter. Oh, a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, no, the weather delay was my saving grace for sure. Yeah, I mean, not to say that he wouldn't have got it going in the second half. No, because, but it helped their yeah. their team tremendously. Marcus Freeman even said it at halftime. Really? He's like, I'm I'm happy this is the way it is. I like this weather delay for our team. Yeah, I think it allowed him to settle in. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, so. So I benefited from that. And then you touched, I was on the right side of the Colorado and Nebraska game. Not the spread, but I was on the under. And as we said, only, I th- it was either three or six points with six minutes left in the second quarter, so I was feeling good about it. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, Nebraska's defense opened up and, and Shador in the second half started putting in a little bit of work. Yep. And then my last one was, this was kind of crazy how it turned out, the Texas and Alabama over. Because I don't know if y- y'all watched the whole game on that one? Yeah. It was 13-9 to nine with two minutes left mm-hmm. in the third quarter, and then Milrow throws that bomb. That was a good-ass throw. It was. It was the best was throw he'll best ever throw. have in his entire career. And, and then um, they just, just started rattling off points, just back and forth. Within a, minute, within a matter of, like, four minutes, it was, I think, like 34-17 to 17 or something. Yeah. Um, Texas, dude. Texas Texas impressed me. You were just good. Yeah, he is. We God, it's like their defense is good. It's yeah. better than yeah. And I thought that it's better that than I've might ever be seen the it, case from the first game against Rice. Well, that's why I was a but little worried when like you said you were taking the over. I, the I sample was, size it was stopping Alabama. Well, I know Alabama's defense is good, yeah. and then I am not high on Milrow, and it was looking like Milrow sucks. But he did. That was a dime. That was that a was. Dime. That was a good ass throw. But yeah, I mean, whatever. A win's a win. And they have one of the. Better receiving cores in the nation as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, you talking about Texas? Yeah. 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 Obviously, Xavier Worthy. And then who's the other guy? The Donnie other guy's Mitchell. Yeah. Yep. And Whittington looks good. God, I was watching. For some reason, I, I, I was on the McAfee broadcast. That shit sucks. It sucks. They've got them on the side, and then they're just, they, they know none of the players. 
So it's like, that was a great tackle by, and he reads his name. <laughs> like, this is just, what was it, it for? It's like the Manning cast, except they're on the sidelines. No, I mean, like, what game? Texas. Oh, it was that game? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I, was, I, I wasn't I was a huge fan of that. But uh, I'm on YouTube TV. The quad box is It's better, right? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I don't really have any. It was buffering slightly, but not really Sometimes bad. Sometimes it does it. Yeah. I watch it on my iPad as well. That shit bothers me though, because you'll click on the game and then it you're like ten minutes behind and you don't even realize. You, can, you have to like go to live. You always have to hit live, always. but not on the TV. Not for me on the TV. Uh, it does it, it sometimes on the TV? Not for me. It hasn't no. yet, at least. I every, always check it just in case. Every time I click on the TV, it's live. But when I go on the iPad, it's like fifteen minutes. Like if you're watching a game, even on the TV, for me this happens. Yeah. And you come, you get out of the app or the TV turns off or something. When you put, when you upload or when you uh put YouTube TV back on and mm-hmm. you press that game, it'll take you to where you were at. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Anything before we dive into this week's college football slate? Oh, no. All right. Um, let's see. Let's does, going. does anybody have, do you have Thursday games? No. Anybody? Friday games? I don't. You? No, but I want, I, I considered... I considered taking Virginia, but it was like a a big, it was a high energy game for them. First game back, um, I think it was the first game back on the home field, right? At, since obviously the shooting and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was. No, they played Tennessee at home. The first one was? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Many Virginia players said before the season they returned for this season, honor the lives of three teammates. Yeah, I don't know. There, there was something. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, was it the one of the players were back or something? But I, regardless, they took James Madison to. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if he, field, I don't right? know if he played yeah, against he played? Tennessee or not. I know he played in this one. That there was something like, okay, like in a monumentous going on like that. It was going to be um, high energy, I guess, and they responded. They nearly beat James Madison. They lost by one. Yeah. So quick turnaround. Going to Maryland, I decided to stay away. Yeah, the weather delay. They were in a weather delay, too. Yeah. Virginia was up 12 points in the yeah. fourth quarter. Oh, really? Pretty they much the entire Pretty much the entire East Coast got yeah. hit. Um, so I stayed away. I don't have anything for Friday. So, uh, But we can hop right into Saturday. Who's does, Who's got an 11 o'clock game? Anybody? Uh, yeah, I got one. What you got? I mean, yeah, you can lead the way. You're 7-2? and two? Yeah, um... This is one, I don't know. It's weird to me. Um, I'm going to the Kansas State at Missouri game at 11. Okay. I'm taking Missouri plus four and a half. Uh, I can give you a five. I'm taking Missouri plus five. <laughs> uh, you got 15th ranked Kansas State, who just came off a pretty dominant win against Troy. And there's Troy. Troy's, Troy's been, not bad. Yeah, not, Troy's not bad, and they've been good in the past. They beat them 42 to 13. They beat them pretty bad and Missouri is barely holding off Middle Tennessee last week 23 to 19. I know they're at home, but I I I just don't know why this is at four and a half points. I I don't see any other reason. It feels fishy, so I'm going to go to the Tigers plus four and a half at home. Okay. What do you think? Are you on this? No. I know um I will say I live bet Troy and they didn't cover my live bet. <laughs> but um, I can tell you that Kansas State kind of struggled to run it with the running backs, the absence of Deuce Vaughn. 
yeah hasn't been filled really yeah. so uh but will howard's been playing pretty yeah pretty solid i like will howard and i will i was gonna say i do like kansas state um i haven't seen missouri this year i haven't gotten a chance to look at missouri um nothing special it, it is an sec team it is at home um defensively they might have a, a little bit of some holes there yeah i mean they weren't good last year drink is eli Drinkfitz is still the coach um i believe so yeah i don't have i don't really have an opinion on it because i've seen a little bit of kansas state i didn't look into this game i have a small card this week how many games do you have five yeah i got less than you that's not typical three but i will add one if need be um Okay, so you're on Missouri plus five. five. Yeah. All right, I am – is anybody on Penn State, Illinois? No. Nope. I'm taking the Nittany Lions, minus 14. So – Taking them every game this year. So – okay, relax. You're all (laughs) over Notre Dame. (laughs) Um, No, I mean – I'm over their win total. I like them. I watched – yeah, well, we did a a win – did you take them on the win total episode? Yeah. Okay, well, I know I yeah, did. I said I think they have a chance of even upsetting one of the two, Ohio State or Michigan. That's crazy. Um, what? No, yeah, I mean Ohio State. I don't know. Come we'll see. They're now. going. They're going with McCord. Um, all right. So Penn State, Illinois. Getting right to it. Like I said, I'm laying the points with Penn State. No secret. I'm very high on the Nittany Lions this year. I do worry because it is a conference road game. It's the first conference road game for Drew Allar, but the way he performed against West Virginia impressed me. Uh, I mean. It really was an impressive performance. I felt like Illinois is struggling to stop the run. They allowed Toledo to go for nearly 200 yards on the ground. They did make a second-half turnaround against Kansas. It looked like Kansas was going to run them out of the building, and then their defense really kind of made some adjustments, I guess, and was having success uh, stopping Kansas. But this is a much different team with Penn State. They have two, really three, two dominant running backs, and the third is more than capable Alar looked great against West Virginia. Obviously, he looked great last week. He's got 529 yards on the year, four touchdowns. But the big thing here, the defense, I don't know how Illinois is going to find themselves in the end zone. This is a really, really good Penn State defense. They're still, even with losing Joey Porter Jr. and losing guys in the secondary, they've still got guys back there. They've got great linebacking play. They're good in the trenches. I think it's going to be a tough, a tough day for Illinois. Uh, scoring the ball it's an 11 o'clock game so it's not a night game on the road or anything like that I don't think Illinois is very good they were getting pushed around manhandled by Kansas in the trenches I'm taking Penn State minus 14 so do you have an opinion on it uh yeah I would go with Penn State it's one of those like it worries me it is it's two touchdowns but I don't see a path to them who did Illinois play before they played Kansas Toledo that's what I said Toledo Toledo yeah Illinois defense isn't isn't very good this year. And that used to be kind of what they had to lean yeah. on. So, yeah, no, they let Toledo run all over them. So, I, I yeah, I don't see a path. To, and Lar would have to really struggle. Mm-hmm. And he looked good, dude. The mobility, that he's got the arm talent to make anything. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's impressive. I, I said after that first game, you can just tell. We've been watching it long enough. Like You can tell the way some of these guys move in the pocket and – you can tell the ones that are panicking. You can tell the ones that are built for the moment. He seems like he is. Obviously, it's still early. He could change my opinion. Um, but yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Penn State with the points minus fourteen. What's your uh, What's your first Saturday game? 
Um, kind of going to be short and sweet here. Alabama minus 32 at USF. USF is a team that was outgained by Florida A&M University last week. I think Bama hits hard here, hits back. I was so close to doing I'm it. I'm laying so 32. I'm yeah. going to add it. I'm going to add it. I'm adding it as well. I'm, um, not, I'm not. Yeah, it's a get-right spot for Bama. After what just happened. I love get-right spots. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I love them. I absolutely love get-right spots. I'm struggling. I am also going to take um, – I'm going to take LSU with the points. Minus nine. It's down to nine now. Um, Mississippi State is not really that good. They they nearly just lost to Arizona. Yeah. In which we talked about Arizona. Arizona is not a bad football team. But Mississippi State, it's a morning game. LSU, the room for error with LSU is gone. Out the window. You have no more room for error. We have guys at the skill positions. It was a tale of two halves against Florida State. So if you look at that first half, we were winning. We were bothering Jordan Travis. You've now got Mason Smith to go with Wingo on the D-line. Harold Perkins, let's actually let him do what he wants to do and is best at. Um, Did they play at all? I didn't watch any of the Grand Book State game. I didn't watch much either, if I'm being honest. I know we covered the spread. It was like 50. Because I was wondering if they played, if Perkins did anything differently or not. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I'm um, sure he they played. They used them a little yeah. differently, it seemed. But uh, it's going to no, be Grambling State was able to move the ball on us in the first half, especially. Yeah, but that stopped pretty quick. They gashed us for a couple runs, but I mean, what well, we beat them. I mean, they were throwing it on us as well. I know. Well, I know they had what like the a secondary for LSU. The cornerbacks is still an issue. It's, I think he had like a sixty-yard run at one point. But regardless, I mean, it's like a fifty-point spread or forty-two-point spread. When we covered. We have fifty-six. They covered it. Was it fifty-six? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. Meyer played a good bit, huh? Yeah, he did okay. Yeah. What do you mean okay? That's your guy. I don't know. I didn't really see much. Yeah, I don't I'm think they sure let him throw it. No, yeah, they I was... don't want to have to bench Daniel. Yeah. All right, don't go. Just <laughs> hand it to the running backs. We don't need a controversy. Um, yeah, no, I, I was fighting for my life on Saturday after starting zero and two. So I really didn't. Yeah, seventy two to ten. We put up seventy two points. Daniels had two hundred sixty nine yards, five touchdowns. Yeah. So. Yeah, I understand. I know they let Denver Harris play. Brian Kelly said positive things about him and that he wants to be coached. You can tell, and so that's good. Um, and I was talking with a couple people about it. The corners weren't in bad position against Florida State. They were just outmatched. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Too small. That Keon Coleman touchdown, I think it was Chestnut. He had his hand. Dude, he had it. I don't – I said it in real time. I was like, I don't know how he caught it. Because he goes here, the guy's hand is in between, and then he rakes through, and he still somehow is able to maintain the possession of the ball. So it was just kind of – it wasn't like really that bad of coverage. They were just outmatched. Rodgers, it's a little different. Will Rodgers is going to want to get the ball out very fast, and and they run their specific offense, which I feel like if you scheme for it right, they pretty much go nowhere. So um, I just think the, the we still have guys. We were with Florida State in that first half. Could be a completely different game if we execute in the red zone or if, or if Perkins is able to come down with that interception inside the 10-yard line. Um, and, and like I said, the, the room for error is gone. LSU has to handle business. So I'm taking LSU minus nine. Uh, what's your next one, Joseph? You have one more and then you lock? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's the night game. It's uh, We just kind of 
touched on them a little bit. It's Fresno State at Arizona State. Um, Saturday at 8.30 p.m. I am going to the Bulldogs in this game, minus three on the road. Uh, Nick talked about it a little bit with Arizona State. They show a lot of potential. They're not a bad team. Um, Their defense is pretty solid, 25th ranked total defense so far this year. But I like the Bulldogs too much. I like Mikey Keene. I like this offense moving down the road. I mean, uh, moving down the field on the road. Their defense concerns me a little bit. The Bulldogs' defense, they've been pretty suspect this year. In the first game, I was on that over. They gave up 35 to Purdue. And then last week, I don't know what the hell happened in the second half. That's entirely why I'm staying away from this game. I hear you. I get it. They probably should have lost to Eastern Washington. Dude, they gave up three points in the first half, and then who knows what the hell happened. They just softened up, and Eastern Washington comes roaring back, and they bring it to overtime. The Bulldogs ended up winning by three in overtime. Double overtime. But I think Tedford gets his guys right, and uh, he, he gets that addressed and cleaned up for this game, and I don't I don't see the inexperienced Jaden Rashada having a whole lot of success this game, but I like the Bulldogs to be able to um, cover that three points on offense. Yeah, I mean, I was impressed with Fresno, obviously week one against Purdue. Yeah, last week. But, um, I mean, I don't know. Eastern Washington, who the fuck is Eastern Washington? (laughs) And you're going Cooper Cup. You're going to double overtime with them. Uh, The offense had its struggles. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, obviously, I I want. I was looking at it. Certainly, Uh, Fresno was a team that I'm going to keep my eye on. Um, You got a firsthand look. You got a much better look than I did at Arizona State. So I know people are high on Rashada. He was at Florida. And he was the guy that they were going to give $10 million to, and then they couldn't find it, so he left. Remember? <laughs> I do kind of remember that now. Ah, where'd that go? Can you still stay? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, about that. Uh, that wasn't real. <laughs> we don't have $10 million. Oh, man. They're like, please, Graham Mertz is here. Yeah. We saw him throw a couple. Come on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'll definitely keep my eye on it because I, I was very impressed with Fresno's offense. Going on the road, night game. I don't know. We'll see. It's one that I'm going to keep my eye on for sure. So I have one more and then my lock. How many more do you have? Um, you got a couple more. I have two more games, three more plays. Okay. Gotcha. I only have to break down two games. Okay. So it, your lock is in one and of two. And then I have one more after that for my lock. Okay, so give us whatever you want then, because I'm confused. Okay, Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know how many. You just put that. You have so four confusing. left. Four plays, three games, one yeah. lock. Gotcha. Go. <laughs> okay, um, Minnesota at UNC. UNC seven and a half point favorites. The big question here is how good is North Carolina's rush defense against South Carolina? They allow negative two rushing yards, and then last week against App State. Can I chime in real quick? So it is misleading because I was looking at that. It's misleading because they took the sack yards. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just just making sure. Um, against App State, they allowed 219 rushing yards, five yards per carry. Regardless, this is going to be a frustrating game either way, you bet, I feel like. Um, it could be, I mean. But I'm going to go ahead and take points here. I'm taking Minnesota plus seven and a half. I, I mentioned it. 
in last week's recap, I, I think Minnesota, the offense, has potential to put it together. So that's what we're betting on here. We think Minnesota's going to muddy the game up behind behind the big O line and the defense. We're taking Minnesota plus seven and a half. I mean, we talked about it. The kid Calco, whatever Calcasu, uh, yeah, he Ka- was Kaliak Manis. Kaliak Manis. He was able to move the chains for uh, multiple different throws. Yeah, on. they they had a um very good third down conversion rate. Yeah. against, against Nebraska, and it wasn't and it wasn't week. like they were ahead of the chains. It was like third and eight. Yeah, in plus, yeah. and he was he was converting. So, right. yeah, it, that's the shit you look for. At least me, I look for like okay, if it's third and long, is it a formality? Should we just punt? Like, and the guys who can make stuff happen, move out of the pocket and find a guy and, and keep the chains moving whenever it's like third and two, you run the ball, you pick it up. Great. But that's, I'm more concerned with third and long and, and putting tough situations. Yeah. Minnesota is a, a team that's going to stay true to its identity, whether yeah. it's working. So they're going to pound it. Hopefully the defense can hold up here and eventually Minnesota kind of <clears> controls <throat> time of possession here, keeps the ball out of. North Carolina's hands and yeah can keep this game close yeah okay I am going I have one more and then my lock uh Nick has you could have seven more and then your lock I have no idea <laughs> uh North Texas versus Louisiana Tech through two games North Texas's defense has given up a whopping 591 and a half yards per game basically 600 yards per game they're allowing on defense probably the worst defense in the country Hank Bachmeyer has been nothing short of underwhelming, but if there was ever an opportunity to start clicking, it's this week. I have hitched my wagon to Hank Bachmeyer for better or for worse many years ago. If you followed this podcast from day one, you know what Hank Bachmeyer has done for me and my pocketbook. Louisiana Tech is coming off a game against Northwestern where they ran for 367 yards, nine yards per carry, and they have a dynamic weapon on the outside in Smoke Harris, arguably the fastest wide receiver in the country. You can say North Texas was just outclassed by Cal, but then they allowed one of the worst teams in the country in FIU to go for 514 yards and 46 points. I worry about Tech's defense a little bit. I worry about Bachmeyer's struggles a little bit. Pound the rock, run the ball, get ahead of the chains, make life easy for Hank Bachmeyer. If they're not going to start clicking now, they never will. I'm taking Louisiana Tech minus four at home. Go ahead. James Madison at Troy. Troy's two. Point favorites, James Madison surrendered 35 points last week against Virginia. Troyd allowed Kansas State to score 42. Even though that's the case, I still think these defenses are better than they've been advertised through both of those games. Traditionally, the defenses on these teams are very good. Neither neither of these offenses are really prolific. James Madison leans on the run Troy leans on the run Troy passes it a little bit more a little bit more balance offense than James Madison but um so I'm going with the under 48 and then I'm also going to lay the two with Troy okay okay so you have just your lock left yep okay under 48 laying the two with Troy everybody's just down to their locks correct yes sir okay all right, y'all know what time it is. It's a lock, Kramer. You've had this thing under control for almost three years now. But it's a lock. They need that fucking juice. They need that next bet. They need... Come on, come on. Yes! <laughs> when they win, they go fucking crazy. You're a bad motherfucker. Go make sure I would grab your fucking nuts and tell the world somebody's sniffing my fucking nuts act today. Because I ain't got time to fuck.
All right, for my lock of the week, I'm going to Oregon State versus San Diego State. I tweeted this pick out. I'm taking the Beavers minus 24 in Corvallis. A small sample size, but the Beavers have looked good. DJ Ungalele deserves a apology from a lot of people, including myself. San Diego State's not a good team. Both of their wins, one score games, one in which Ohio lost their quarterback in Rourke. They probably lose that game. UCLA just beat San Diego State on their home field 35 to 10. That's with fumbling twice, one time inside their own 15-yard line and the other time inside San Diego State's 10-yard line. Jalen Maiden is the main focal point of San Diego State's offense. Quarterback, and he's their leading rusher. Cordero is a close comparison. Uh, he's the closest comparison Oregon State's seen. A, a mobile quarterback, mobile enough, and uh, a decent passer, which Maiden is not. Uh, they did a good job containing Cordero. So I'm taking Oregon State minus 24. I think we see him running up here. They look very good. They could arguably be the best team in the Pac-12 outside of USC. Oregon State minus 24, my lock of the week. Yeah, I would say that um, Oregon State's victory over San Jose State's more impressive than USC's. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like, I mean, their defense is not good. I mean, their offense is not good. San Diego State, you're low on San Diego State this year. You bet yeah. they're under win total, right? So they're, it's, I don't see, and it's a very low total. They're, I think they're, judging by that, they're anticipating it to be like, I'd written it down. It was like 35 to, what, 11, something like that, mm -hmm. in that range. They're not expecting uh, San Diego State to score two touchdowns. So I think Oregon State's going to be able to put some points up on the board, points in bunches. UCLA, they didn't they didn't really have much of an answer for them. UCLA was running it on them, running some, some wacky formations. I really do think DJ Ongolele deserves a deserves an apology from a lot of people after seeing what we're seeing at Clemson. Uh, and then now he's going to Oregon State, and he looks good. So I think this is a good opportunity. They're in Corvallis. It's a tough place to play. Um, it's a 2.30 game. I'd rather it be a night game, but 24 doesn't feel like enough. So, well, and I tweeted this out, and it kind of it's moving in that direction. So yeah. uh, that's why I tweeted this one out early. I felt like I, I, want, I had a feeling this was going to go. Um, so, yeah, Oregon State minus 24 is my lock of the week. Where are you going? <laughs> Number 14th ranked LSU, minus nine oh. on the road against Mississippi State. I know everybody's in panic mode about LSU. They lose by 21 to Florida State, but when you look at it, I said it last week, the box score this game is a lot closer than the score indicates. First downs, LSU was ahead 23-22. to 22. Yards were really close, 459-494. to 494. And... Like I said earlier, the struggles in the secondary continued against Grambling, even though it was a 72-10 to 10 win. I think it's too early to cast judgment. I think a lot of people see, see the Florida State score and are writing LSU off. Um, and then, like you said, Mississippi State last week against Arizona. Arizona turned the ball over five times. A lot of them were extremely lucky. But you look at the box score, Arizona had 23 first downs and Mississippi State 16. 431 yards for Arizona to Mississippi State's 307. I think this game's kind of being overlooked. It was it was 10, it's 9 now, and when it's 9, we're going to make them pay. LSU minus 9 is the lock of the week. Yeah, would you try to dupe me? You're like, the secondary sucks. Like, <laughs> it does kind of suck. I'm over here like, ah, shit, second guessing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, I love it. I think Mississippi State is is trash. Yeah, me too. Good. Yeah, you're like, oh, the secondary is terrible. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, that's a good sign. If you're listening right now, like I said, uh, last week, we had three games that we were in agreement on, 3-0. and Last year, if we're in agreement on games, it typically goes well. So, And if it's a lock, if we have a lock, granted it's not my lock, but Rice was my lock last week. You were on Rice. LSU's your lock this week. I'm on LSU. That means good things are ahead and good things are uh, coming for the Tigers. So, Joseph, what is your lock of the week? My lock of the week is going to be in the Syracuse going to West Lafayette playing the Purdue Boilermakers. I'm going to go, I know it's a high total, I'm going to go to over 59.5 points here. Uh, Purdue's defense, they played a little bit better this past week against uh, Virginia Tech. Take that how you take it. Uh, But it played much better than it did in week one against Fresno State after giving up 39 points. But they have another real test here, again, with a powerful Syracuse offense led by Garrett Schrader. Uh, This will be the Oranges and Schrader's uh, first real test for this season after obliterating bullshit teams in in Colgate and Western Michigan. Uh, But I like like Syracuse to be able to move the ball downfield and score points similar to how Fresno State did against uh, Purdue in in West Lafayette, which they'll be there again. I think Schrader's mobility will soften up this defense and open up the field to move the ball and score a lot of points. On the other side of the ball, for Purdue, we saw the run game open up this past week against Virginia Tech with 43 carries for 184 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Hudson Card took care of the ball. Although he didn't have any passing touchdowns, he took care of the ball, so that's important to me here. Uh, If they can establish the run early again, I think it'll help Hudson Card, much like it will Schrader, open up this offense and score points on the other and as well. So I think there was going to be a lot of offense in this game. So give me the over 59 and a half points. Okay. There you, you go. You bet the over in this game last year. That's right. Oh, remember? Yeah. And That's you right. were on Purdue? Syracuse. Syracuse. It was a, right. it was a miracle that oh, we yeah. both won. Yeah, but incredible. y'all were like doing the, y'all were doing something. I was like, y'all can both win. Yeah, yeah. well, we started. Y'all were like rooting yeah. against each yeah, other. Yeah. And y'all were like, wait a second. Because <laughs> he, yeah, y'all were like, y'all were. Well, Syracuse was up 10. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want any more points scored. Yes. I want to win. Yes. <laughs> and it and he's a miracle for Syracuse. Uh, yeah, it was like we were rooting against each other, and then at the very end we were rooting on the same side. Throw it in the end zone. It was such a that crazy game. That was nuts. All right, let's recap. That is our best bets of the week for college football. Um, I Let's see, starting it off, Penn State minus 14. I'm on LSU minus 9. Bama minus 32, tail and Nick there. LA Tech minus four, and my lock of the week is the Oregon State Beavers minus 24. LSU minus nine, it's the lock of the week. Alabama minus 32. We're going Minnesota plus seven and a half. We're taking Troy minus two, and we're taking the James Madison Troy under 48 and a half. Uh, Saturday morning, 11 a.m., I'm taking the Missouri Tigers plus five. Then Saturday night at 8.30, I'm taking the Fresno State Bulldogs minus three. And for my lock of the week, I'm taking the over 59.5 in the Syracuse and Purdue game. All righty. There you go. Um, It's a small card pretty much for us this week. I I said I was going to try to be more aggressive this year. but Yeah, and I will be going forward. I didn't really love the board this week, um, but I think we got quality plays. All throughout, so yeah, I didn't like on first glance. I was like, "Oh shit!" What? No, it took me a little while. Typically, so these are shit game. I was up till midnight last night. Typically, I will have a few that stick out right off the bat that I'm like, 
I know like, okay, I'm going to go, but it took a little bit more digging this time for sure. So, but I feel like we did a, uh, did a decent job of getting where we needed to be. Um, all right, let's recap the NFL. Great week for you. You're back to your, your three and O bullshit. Um, let's see. Sorry. I'm looking at one thing. All right. So we started off with the Thursday game. Lions and Chiefs. I, 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 I didn't like this game at all. I would have under no cer- normal ner- normal circumstances. <laughs> sorry. Uh, would I have picked this game? But the Lions were clearly the play in hindsight, uh, which we'll get to that because y'all were on opposites. But I took the over 53. Um, fumble in the red zone for the Lions. But really, it, it, it didn't. It was pretty much dead in the water pretty quick. Um, then I had the Bears minus one. The Bears stink. I thought the Bears were going to be better than they were. They stink. Chase Claypool, get that uh, sack of shit off of the field. Chase Claypool stinks. Um, Jordan Love and the Packers, it's same same old song and dance. The Packers take care of the Bears. Um, it was a back-and-forth game to start, and then the Bears just rolled over in the second half. It was pretty disappointing to see. Uh, Chargers-Dolphins over 51, easy money. There was a lot of points scored in this. This one hit in the third quarter with plenty of time to go. Browns plus two and a half was my lock of the week. The Browns were getting points on their home field in the rain. The Browns won 24 to three. Uh, a dominant showing. It was just the style of play, which granted the Bengals look like shit. They looked very out of sync. I don't think that's going to be indicative of what we see the remainder of the year, obviously. Uh, but a tough start for the Bengals. Two and two for me. Um but we hit the lock of the week easily, 24-3 as an underdog outright win. Um, you go 3-0 cross the board. Let's talk about the Thursday game because y'all were on opposites. Um, I'll let you start. What would you think? What do you think? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Fuck Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that is – I Straight felt up. like – Yeah. This could have easily went the Chiefs' way. Let's not sugarcoat it. Yeah, but I don't know that they would have covered. I, I'm not saying they would have. But yeah, but you think if could've. that was Kels in Kelsey's hands – being dropped? Yeah. Hell no. Then I hear you. Wait. Right. What do you Remember? mean? I get what you're saying. I know. Oh, 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 yes. Yes. Shut no, up. so that's don't, what don't even But also too, we didn't even hardly touch on it. This is what I was talking with him about. Chris Jones being out, in my opinion, is equally as important, if not more important, than Travis Kelsey. How are Kelsey. you sitting out there on the sideline just watching your team go to battle? Shit, it worked. You got more money. What kind of damn teammate are you? He said, Hey, you gotta pay them. Where's the love money. of the game? No, man. yeah, no, yeah. These you guys don't care anymore. Yeah, well, then you snap your Achilles like Aaron Rodgers, and nobody cares oh, yeah. anymore. Yeah, Ronnie Lott freaking said, "Cut the finger off." I'm going back out there. Yeah, we don't Where even know that if that's day true. Of football? Yeah, it's gone. It's, <laughs> it's gone. It's too much money to be made now. Pay the guy. Why are you not paying him? No, I hear you. It's a because because it, it's a business. Because Jared Jared Goff had a clean pocket all night. Yeah, they had no was. interior pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. literally none. So it was like. He was up there counting dollar signs because he was, like, watching. He he could have made a huge difference in that game. He's the best defensive tackle in football. So when you take away, take quarterback out of the equation and you have your best offensive player and your best defensive player not on the field, that's not good. So, and Travis Kelsey, I mean, you said it. You asked the question, how much do you value Travis Kelsey? How many points would you value Travis Kelsey? Yeah. And after seeing that now, I mean, I would say – Two and a half, three points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That he is the catalyst for their offense. You take him out, and you have Kadarius Tony wearing mittens out there, and it's a tough night. Kadarius Tony had the worst performance you might ever see. Yeah. You're right. He does make that much of a difference, but 
bottom line is it could they could have covered. They could have won. That's a ball through his hands. I don't know that they six. I don't know. Well, what? How much did the Lions win by? One. One. Okay. It's a ball through his hands that turns into seven for the Lions, and then the last drive. Yeah. If they, you don't know, they could have gone and scored a touchdown if he mm-hmm. catches that ball. Yeah, it's definitely possible. But the Lions did fumble in the red zone, which yeah. is uh, they it could have been a different story there. Um, yeah. It's it's what it could have should I understand and that's it the the, the, the margin Lions. for error in the NFL is so much more slim than college football yeah. that's why you've said it yeah one well, mistake yeah it can come down to a penalty it could be a, a pass interference yeah deciding right. factor of the game um in in the talent discrepancy is so so much different that getting five points I mean which it was seven so obviously it came down with with Kelsey um but yeah no they have dude. They rely a lot on Travis Kelsey. They don't have guys. That goes to show you how much more important Travis Kelsey is than Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. He is the most important player on that offense, not named Patrick Mahomes. So, um, sure. yeah, so it was a good win for you. You sweep the board. You were also on the Browns plus two and a half. So 3-0 and oh on uh, combined picks there. 49er Steelers under 41. Um, <laughs> uh, I was worried because uh, Niners was – Scoring a lot of points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily, Kenny Pickett had a tough day at the office. They yeah. showed a replay. He got his head slammed in the turf. So <laughs> they think he's concussed. Dead oh, ass seriously? Serious. Yeah. Well, they're saying, like, he got hit, and, I mean, he slammed his head down. And then they're like, all of a sudden, he's throwing it to the wrong team. Mm. So they were questioning, was he concussed? Um, what do you think about that, Nate? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's talk about Matt Corral because he's going AWOL. You see that? Yeah. He's gone. He literally they go he ghosted the team. You saw that, right? Yeah, he's dealing with something. No, he went to the Patriots. He got released from the Panthers. Oh, Patriots wow. picked him up and then he went AWOL. I haven't heard from him. Career's over. Okay. You're just you're hoping Kenny Pickett doesn't make the Pro Bowl now. And Anthony Richardson's That's hurt. That's what I was betting on. And Anthony Richardson's hurt. Pickett's a bum. Hey, Richardson's a running back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, just if you listened to us last year, uh, you know that 3-0 and is pretty much just another day at the office for Nick. Um, he did it for a large portion of the beginning of the season. Um, so we'll see if you can continue. Um, you were the self-proclaimed NFL guy last year. You sure I didn't say props? No, I'm a thousand percent positive okay. you didn't say props. Um, <laughs> you didn't give out a single prop, so um, yeah. tough day at the office for you, NFL. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I should have stuck with my gut in that Chargers Dolphins game. I, I told you about it. I had all intentions to take the over, and then I was like, "Oh, the Chargers—they got some guys on defense, man, up front. And mm-hmm. They don't have shit. They suck." Yeah, um, they do have guys, but it was a really rough day. But the Dolphins cannot stop the fucking run. No. At all. Eckler and Kelly were getting whatever they wanted. Yeah, they could not stop the run at all. And people are comparing stats for Herbert and Tua. So I'm like kind of pumped the brakes a little bit because the Chargers were running down their throat. So, yeah. but Tua did look good. And it's tough to stop uh, Waddle and, and, and mainly Tyreek Hill. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then the Saints minus three was my Yeah. I, I really did, but I, I do feel like the absence of Alvin, Alvin Kamara and Kendra Miller make life very tough. So, um, again, obviously, 
margin for error, margin for error is very slim yeah. in the NFL. Uh, the Saints very well could have covered that game, and then yeah. So yeah, what about the field goal though? What down four to kick the field goal? There were some people complaining about that. We kicked it. Mike very variable. Yes. If they were to gone gone for it and failed, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That that covered that the Saints would have covered. We Titans were down four. I yes. think there was oh, just over two 12, minutes. Sixteen to twelve. Two yes. minutes left. Yes. Yeah, that's why we were in the position where Carr mm-hmm. threw the deep ball to seal okay. the game. Okay. Yeah. And um, how far of a down was it? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't it remember. It was strange because there was like two minutes left. It was manageable. They were down it by was four. It was definitely manageable. I mean, what's like your limit there? You know, like fourth and ten. Well, I mean, I guess the defense was doing a good job, but it's like they were doing a good job in the red zone. Yeah, they weren't really doing a good job of stopping us in between the twenties. Like, so let's see. I'll pull it up and play by play. They took a field goal. It was fourth and six at our eleven yard line. 29-yard field goal. How many? T- how much time? Two minutes and 17 seconds. Wow. So you had the two-minute warning. I don't yeah. remember if they had timeouts. I'm assuming they did. So I had a shot. Yeah, if, if they, they would have went for it, for it and right. failed. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, pretty much game but over. But they, they were playing the cover. Yeah. Very I respect it. On the game. I respect it. Yeah. Launch an investigation, I say. No, 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 because then you got to investigate James Franklin, and, and you got to go. You got to <laughs> dig deep in a. Yeah, but he's already winning. What do you mean? We're investigating yeah. this coach for not trying to win the game, just trying to cover. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Um, all right, so we look ahead to um, – Yes, we look ahead to Thursday night football. Um, does anybody feel good about it? It is the Vikings and Eagles, Philly seven-point favorites on their home field, over-under sits at 49. Does anybody feel good? No. Um, I don't think so. The Vikings no just lost to the fucking Buccaneers yeah. by three. Justin Jefferson looked like the best receiver in football in the first half, and then they just stopped going his way in the second half. Yeah, The Eagles didn't blow me away. I understand Patriots have a good defense, yeah. a good, good defense. It, 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 it's the real deal. Um, they went 25-20. to 20. I am going to go back to a primetime over. I'm going to take over 49. I think that, one, I'm hoping for a a little more target share for Jordan Addison because he looked good. Um, I I don't like this game either, dude. The Thursday, I don't know. It's a a good matchup, I guess, but it's a funky game to bet, if you ask me. I don't like the seven points with Philly. Um, But, yeah, I'm going over, over 49. What say you? Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm huh. doing the same thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, what about you, Joseph? Uh, I'm on the Eagles. Mm. Look, you just said I don't I don't like this game. I'm I'm not really a big fan of this game, but if anything, I can see the Eagles somewhat piecing it back together. Uh easier challenge. Um, going up against a Vikings defense as opposed to, like you, you spoke on, that tough Belichick-led defense in New England. So I think they'll have a little bit more success. I think Hurts can can get the ball downfield and score like we saw a lot last year. Uh, it, 
I'd say he sort of gets back on track here. I mean, he fumbled late in that game. I don't think we'll see that again. That's You don't see that often from Hurts. And um, I think the front seven will cause a little more havoc for Cousins. I didn't see the second fumble, but I know he fumbled twice. Um, one of them, just, he just literally dropped the snap. Yeah. But I didn't see the other one if it was pressure from the Bucks or so. But I, but I think the Eagles front seven can get there and cause some havoc in the backfield. So I'm going to take a minus seven. Well, I hope they don't because we're on the over. So <laughs> unless if they're going to, just let them score a lot and then they can score like and then they can get there. Um, yeah, I don't love the Thursday game. I'm going to be honest. So, but all right, move on to Sunday. Does anybody? Well, yeah, I'm sure we do. Give me your first. How many total do you have? Uh, three again. Okay. I have one, two, <coughs> three, and then my lock. So starting it off, do I have anything in the early slate? I do. I am taking um, – I'm going to go with Cincinnati in a bounce-back spot. They look like shit, but it was raining. It was a funky environment. It was an environment that favored the Browns for sure. The Bengals' defense – was hanging in there for a large portion of the game, and then it got out of hand a little bit, and Burrow didn't look spectacular. T. Higgins didn't have a catch. But the Ravens didn't look great against the Texans. Uh, Lamar Jackson had 169 yards and an interception, and then they lost their starting running back. So Zay Flowers looked good. Um, But I think this is a good spot for the Bengals at home. I'm going to lay the three and a half. I was not very impressed with the Ravens, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, I mean, you're playing one of the worst teams in the league. I understand they beat them 25 to nine, but Lamar Jackson, like I said, really didn't blow me away. And they're not, they're going to struggle to run the ball without Dobbins again, who I feel really bad for that sucks because he is a talented running back and you've got multiple season ending injuries. Now uh, I don't know how you really come back from it, but we'll see. Give me the Bengals minus three and a half. You on this game? No. So you disagree. I don't, but I just don't know about it. I prefer a three, but yeah, um, which I'm going to confirm, make sure I can't get that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, do you think? I don't think since he's going zero and two to start. You know. Yeah. Are you on this game, Joseph? No. Oh, good. I'll do it myself. I can get a three <clears throat> over at. Looks like, yeah, DraftKings, which I just downloaded and did not um, did not have success with my theory that I was going with last night. They, DraftKings gives you a eight. Actually, no, we're not, I'm not giving them free stuff. Okay. Fuck them. Um, all right, what's your, what's your first Sunday game? Um, Browns at Steelers. Going to take the Browns here. Okay. Led the two and a half. So not your first Sunday game. You're going Monday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only have a uh, two. I'm on the Browns as well. I'm going back to the well. Uh, Steelers didn't look good. If Kenny Pickett is in fact concussed, great. Not for the long run because I need to make the Pro Bowl. But for this Monday night game, I I don't feel like, regardless of the fact that I think Kenny Pickett is going to be a solid enough quarterback in the NFL, I don't think that they. Their, their offense just doesn't move the needle for me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I, gotta, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people are enamored with George Pickens. I don't think George Pickens is 
I think he's one of those like can make spectacular plays, but he's not like a consistently good receiver. Could be wrong. Could definitely be wrong. Najee Harris has had a drastic drop off in production from his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, we're one game into this year. He could have a great year. Uh, but the Browns defense is very good. They probably have the best defensive player in Miles Garrett. Aaron Donald, is, who looked great uh, last week, is, I guess, probably giving that crown away. I would think if it's going anywhere, it's going to Miles Garrett. Uh, they have guys in the secondary that played very well, locked up T. Higgins. I get it was raining, uh, but they made plays. And this is a good chance for Deshaun Watson to reintroduce himself to the league. Monday Night Football. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the Browns as well. Do yeah, you- to, to me, it's just the Browns are good. Yeah. And I don't think it's realized totally yet by everybody, but, um, yeah. It's about to be. Steelers aren't. It's not because of the quarterback play, though. Um, <laughs> are you on this, Joseph? No. How many total do you have? Uh, I got a two for one and then my lock. Okay. Give us your two for one. Okay. Um, the highest scoring game all last year, the Seahawks at the Detroit Lions. I'm going to take the Lions minus five and a half. Maybe it's a little bit of revenge for last week. I don't know. But I'm also going to take the under 47 here um, after what we saw from Seattle last week. That was terrible. I don't think anybody saw that coming. 30 to 13. No. Rams beat the Seahawks. Uh, they couldn't stop Matthew Stafford moving the ball down the field in that run game in the red zone. Um, so I expect Montgomery and, the, and Gibbs to have some good games on the ground here and um, and golf to move the ball just like Stafford did. But I don't think the Seahawks will have much success, just like last week. I think it'll be a game for them just like last week. Um where they don't score a lot of points, so I got the under 47 and the Lions, minus 5.5. Yeah, I would definitely lean under. Um, I don't know how I necessarily feel about the spread. Uh, It's a weird spot. I think it could be – I feel like there's less overreaction, like room for overreaction in the NFL as there is college, but I do feel like it is a little bit of an overreaction. The Seahawks – I mean, their secondary's trash. Their defense is not good. Their secondary's really bad. Um, but they do still have weapons. Kenneth Walker looked good. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker was running the ball really well. Uh, they still have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and uh, I don't know if Lockett got hurt or anything like that. Um, but they have weapons on the outside. The offensive line didn't have a good day. Um, no, it was alarming. Geno Smith didn't look good. I started him in fantasy because the Rams' defense is supposed to be the worst defense in the league. He... Started out well, touchdown to DK Metcalf, and that was it. But it is, it is, it is a weird spot. Um, it it was a, a a big win for the Lions. Uh, obviously, going on the road, beating the Chiefs. I do like the fact that the Lions have extra days of rest since their game was on Thursday. Um, I don't know. Do you have an opinion on this? Are you on it? No, no opinion either. Yeah, I don't really have an opinion on this game particularly. Well, we're here to talk <laughs> about our opinions. Did you see it? Well, y'all didn't see the Seahawks game. Well, no, you no, definitely didn't, didn't get see, to the really see the Seahawks game. Yeah, I don't know. It it was weird. It was really weird how much success that the Rams were having. Um, they weren't able to run it very well, though. The Rams, you're saying? Yeah. They did yeah. in the red zone, though. Yeah, I mean, who was it? Kyron Williams, he looked good. Um yeah, and they have, Cam Akers, what is going on? They had 22 carries for 29 yards. Yeah. yeah. 
It's and weird. Then they found another Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, we knew about Puka Nakua from BYU. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I didn't. I've watched him his whole – he was good. Yeah, he played really well. Jaron Hall's favorite target. Um, no, he was good. I wasn't blown away by that, but I, when Cooper Cup's not there, there's more targets to go around. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll definitely keep an eye on it for sure. Um, all right, I am going to take – how many more do you have? Just your lock? Yeah. I'm going to go to the uh, – the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 getting nine and a half. Going to Dallas, afternoon game. That defense is fucking good. They are going to fire those guys up knowing that Rodgers is not there. The defense is going to play good. The Cowboys, I understand they just beat the Giants by 40. They got a blocked field goal that they returned for a touchdown. They had, uh, I want to say, was it a pick six or a scoop and score? Pick six. Dak Prescott was 13 to 24, 143 yards. He didn't have to do anything. That didn't answer any questions, really. If he that makes sense. I, I, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. It, Pollard looked good, which that was to be expected. But this Jets defense is really good. Really good. Quinn and Williams is a man amongst boys. So I don't feel like that was really like, I feel like this, everyone's going to take the Cowboys, I think. I think this is a spot for the Jets. Yeah. To cover this game. With a defense like that, with a running back like that, Brees Hall looked fucking spectacular. I was messing with Ryan because he's big on Brees Hall. So he's fucking slow. His top end speed's gone. He was getting hawked down. He should have had two carries for fucking 200 yard, or 150 yards and two touchdowns. He really should have. Um, If he had top end speed, he's gone. He's slow. But, no, yeah, I think this is a spot for the Jets. The total's only 39 and a half. So clearly, I mean, they're like, this Zach Wilson guy fucking sucks. I understand that the Cowboys defense is good. I think that the Jets, this could be eerily reminiscent of when we played the Cowboys with Taysom Hill, and it was like Taysom Hill turned it over four times, and we lost by, it was like 16 to 12 or some shit. Mm -hmm. It's going to, it reminds me, I think that's a type of game that we could see. Um, The Cowboys didn't really have to show you anything on offense. It's hard to say that, I'm not saying they're not for real. I think they're better than they were last year. I just think that this game is, the Jets' defense will keep them within a score here. So I'm going to take the Jets plus nine and a half. Um, what do we have? Just locks left? Yeah. All right. Best bets in the NFL. It's a lock, Kramer. You've had this thing under control for almost three years now. But it's a lock. They need that fucking juice. They need that next bet. They need, Come on. Come on. Yes! <laughs> when they win, they go fucking crazy. Nobody's going to like it. I'm going Chiefs. Minus three on the road against Jacksonville. I'm taking Jacksonville plus three. I think they're just being overlooked. Everybody's here. Everybody and their mom's going to be betting the Chiefs. Kelsey's back. Who cares? Chris Jones back. Who cares? Jacksonville is that good. I don't think they should be giving up this many points at home so i'm gonna take jacksonville plus three it's my lock as well (laughs) (laughs) oh man i mean things are just shaping up um i wanted to yeah can't get anything better than a three so um yeah everything you just say i said you just said i second it i think um i think the jags are good it was one of the teams i was the highest on when we did our futures episode i don't even is kelsey back have you seen don't know, don't care. 
I don't care. I know. They have weapons. Yeah. You know who Jags have? Calvin Ridley, who looks just as good as when he fucking left because he had a mental breakdown and a gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. So Jags plus three at home. You got to put value into the home field advantage. I agree. I think people are going to jump all over the Chiefs. Trevor Lawrence didn't look spectacular, but he definitely didn't look bad. And he's got weapons on weapons. ETN looked really good. So I was impressed with ETN. Um, yeah, no, I mean, this is good. It's funny because we've done this so long now that we pretty much look at games the same way. Um, that's two weeks in a row now that we've been on the same college and NFL lock. So we'll see if we continue the trend of uh, cashing those tickets. But, yeah, uh, uh, that's my lock of the week as well, Jaguars plus three. Joseph, what is yours? Um, It was at four and a half, but I'm going to take the Giants minus six. Uh, just mentioned I like get back spots. They just got – Absolutely throttled and embarrassed on national television primetime. You can get a five and a half. We're going to take the Giants to bounce back here in that get back spot at minus five and a half against a shitty Cardinals team. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals stink. So um, I nearly did pull the trigger on the Cowboys, if I'm being honest, because it just felt like it's like last year we were all over the Giants. They were covering. So I think they had the best the best record against the spread. Um, but with the offseason stuff, with uh, with Saquon and all of that, and, and they paid Daniel Jones, Saquon wasn't happy. It just had a weird feel to it. But they need to get right. This is a good opportunity. They had high expectations coming into this year. They need – they. this is about as good of as a get-right spot as you're going to get. Who did the Cardinals play last week? Commanders 20-17 to 17 or something like that. 20 to, 16, 20 to 16, yeah. Commanders won, and that's, I mean, good yeah. defense, but they got a new quarterback over yeah. there. Um, yeah, I'm not on it, but I, I don't hate it. Um, Speaking of that Cowboys defense, though. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, when they're blocking field goals. Incredible. And, yeah, it won you, the, it won you your week. <laughs> yeah, I thought Tyreek, the guy I was playing had Tyreek Hill. He scored the game winning touchdown. It kind of put him in a very comfortable position yeah. with me only having my defense left. Then the Cowboys scored two defensive touchdowns. I mean, in like five minutes. That is awesome. It was incredible. All right, to recap, Thursday, I am going Vikings-Eagles over 49. All the way to the end of the week. Monday night, I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half. Bengals minus three. Jets plus nine and a half. Don't, don't buy the hype. Don't 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 uh, buy into the the anti Aaron Rodgers hype, and then I'm taking the Jaguars plus three as my lock of the week. I'm on Eagles Vikings over forty nine. Jacksonville plus three as my lock, and then I'm also on the Browns minus two and a half. Thursday night I'm going to take the Eagles minus seven. Um, I'm going to the Seahawks Lions uh, two for one. I'm going to take the Lions minus five and a half and the under 47. And for my lock of the week, a bounce back spot, the Giants minus five and a half. All right, there you go. That is our best bets of the week, college football and NFL. It was an ultra profitable week last last weekend. Uh, we're going to see if we can do it again. Do you have anything to say before we go? We just fucked the system, man. Yeah. Straight yeah, up, straight fucking up. jail word. Uh, you got anything to say before we go? Good luck, fellas. All right, episode 162 is in the books. Again, hit the subscribe button. Big Easy Bets TV, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. We had an incredible week last week. We're going to try to do the same thing again. We've been saying we give these picks out for free. All we ask is that you hit subscribe. 
Let's try to get him again. Y'all have a good one. Who dat? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it.